This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. All right, this particular episode of Mid-Flight Brawl is brought to you by Heaps Normal, delicious independent non-alcoholic beer available now in a range of flavours. My favourite is a Quiet XPA. I've had a big dig at it, and I'm not even a dickhead on the piss. Free shipping around Australia with the code DUTYFREE at checkout. Get into it. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the fucking place? Where's the fucking place? Where's the fucking place? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Any tip rack can fly out. This is what happens when they do. I'm Luke Heggie and I'm flying solo today. Uh... Nicholas J. Cody happens to be in Sin City looking for a greyhound track and uh, having Long Island iced teas and shooting craps with his mate Fregola, who by all reports has a great football brain. I'm not referring to its size. Uh, So it's just me you're stuck with for the intro, but the main body of the episode is business as usual. Uh, A listener this this week uh, sent in a post about four rugby league teams heading to Las Vegas in 2024 for a few matches. I've alerted the female body inspectors over there to be on the lookout for groups of 52 bloody great blokes trying to get into pubs. Kicking off, too, with some MFB news. The uh, Sydney 4pm matinee show on September 9 sold out, sucked in. The pre-matinee matinee, though, at 2pm, for those who need a really early night, uh, has tickets available, as does the Nick Cody and Friends show. I've seen the draft line up, and it's pretty good. Get around it. I don't foresee ever being the proprietor of a Luke Heggie and Friends show. It's weird. I'm happy to be one of the and friends in this instance. I'll um, see how I go in the future. I hope to see you there. And hot off the press too, the unveiling that day of a fresh batch of 10-inch carpenter pencils. Uh, that's the only place you can get them in September. Never before seen, individually signed, brand new. Get a three-pack for a tenner. Gentlemen prefer cash, but I've got my FTOS machine for the moderns. And there'll be some more live shows and limited edition MFB-specific merchandise announced in the coming weeks. This week, uh, saw the Matildas do us all proud while stopping short of achieving a public holiday, obviously, which is a bonus for anyone self-employed trying to get shit done. 
roll out of bed on a Monday morning, there are kids there thwarting your every move. Uh, public public holidays of a public service workers, aren't they? And also, while I'm down here, brick bats to, brick bats to anyone openly calling them the Tillies. I don't know why, but that really annoyed me. You've only just become aware of the bandwagon to jump on. Show some goddamn respect. Say the full name. It's only one more syllable. Grow up. It's arguably not as bad as referring to a pregnant woman as preggers. Same amount of syllables as the original word, making it categorically rude. But still, just calling them Matildas, not hard. This week was also home to a few red-hot little plane incidents. And some of you are keen and nice enough to send them through. Don't stop doing that. We do sometimes miss them over here. I'm busy gigging, working and barbecuing. And Nick is busy doing whatever it is he says he does for the other 167 hours per week. He's not contributing to this podcast. Anyway, uh, this episode, Red Hot One, it's about to kick off. Hope you enjoy it. I'll copy you next week. And Cody will be back then. See ya. Let's do it. Woo! All right, mate. This week, we're looking at Delta. Airlines, Jewel of the Sky, Flight 2148, there's a good start, uh, April 23, 2010. Ooh. Mate, Delta again, now partnered with Rex. Fucking, I'm Rex batting out of their league. We've said it on here before. Rex Airlines yeah. is partnered with Delta. How, how's that work? I don't know. A Rex plane wouldn't make it to America. Yep, but if you oh, fly this. with them and then connect, if you fly from somewhere with Rex and then connect with Delta, you get points and all sorts of shit. Well, I assume Delta. Rex, you know, Sydney, Lord Howe Island, Tahiti, Easter Island, Hawaii, then mainland America. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. The yeah. only way to go. Twin prop. Rex. I like it because it's, it's like how people meet me and then meet my wife. You go, what the fuck? I'm Rex. Yeah. Sucked in. I was just getting getting given a boiled lolly for lunch. And now things are nice all of a sudden. Dunno. I'm sus. Oh, of uh, course. This this particular plane, Los Angeles to Tampa. Oh. Never been to Tampa. Sounds brilliant. Never. I've ne- I don't think I've ever been to Florida. I've been to Florida. I haven't been to Tampa. My flying visit, to be honest. I didn't have the appreciation when I was a young bloke for just how cultural Florida was, so I sort of didn't spend much time there. Uh, You'd be rapt to know that their NFL team, the Buccaneers, they've got a big pirate ship you can sit in, mate. What, at the game? Mm. Go and sit in a pirate ship. Mm. Does it move like the pirate ship of the Ecker? Up and down, actual pirate ship? No, not the one I blacked out on <laughs> at uh, SeaWorld. Did you get footage of that? Like, did you get a photo? photo oh, just passed nah. Now, unfortunately, they, d- they don't hook that technology up to the pirate ship because they wouldn't think anyone would pass out on it. It's not like yeah. the slingshot down there on the Goldie. Yeah. <laughs> where they know people are just passing out halfway through. It's going to be funny to show later. Yeah. They still put yeah. up actual hard copy photos of the Gold Coast. I went to feed some lorikeets recently at Corumban <laughs> and there's uh, big photos of me feeding lorikeets. <laughs> they, they put them up on the thing. They ask you not to take photos of it. It's got the watermark and everything. I'm not, I'm not paying for a fucking eight by ten of me feeding lorikeets. You losers! Why'd you take them? It's a real funeral leaflet photo. That oh, soft focus <laughs> already done for you. <laughs> you can hear gone too soon as soon as you pick it out of the little frame. 
That's what. Yeah, that's why you're not allowed to buy it. You've jinxed yourself. <laughs> you're going in the next twelve months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our mate today, none other than Stanley Dwayne Sheffield, forty-six-year-old bloke, right. and uh, first ninety minutes of the flight, swimmingly, everything's going tickety boo, uh, until a flight attendant noticed Stanley was the only person awake in first class. I'd be. I'd be like, I'd be in two minds if I were in first class, whether I should sleep or make full use of all the facilities. See, I've mentioned it on here before. I've been lucky enough a few times to get that upgrade on a long haul flight. And the first couple of times, I made an absolute fucking pig of myself. You didn't make it to your seat even one time, did you? Yeah. Just sat in a sky bar for 15 hours. That is grim. (laughs) Someone could have used your seat. Mate, <laughs> yeah, they should have just given me a little harness yeah. to sit at the bar just in case it starts bouncing around. <laughs> a straight jacket attached <laughs> to the <laughs> stool. <laughs> or even a little, uh, uh, like an abseiling. I just need oh, to yeah. clip to the floor and clip to the roof. And I'll yeah. just hold on if we start rocking around. Yeah, we'll just wheel you up there on a trolley like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> give you a straw. That'll do. Fucking animal. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon I'd just, you know, say, look, obviously I've never been, but I'd just say, tell me all the stuff the billionaires do and I'll do that. Give me, like, you wouldn't know all the stuff you're allowed to do unless you do it all the time. First time, it's just get fucked over. Yeah, of course. But no, but I think what they're doing is after a while you go, oh, the reason for this seat is so I can sleep and arrive refreshed. Yeah. Do some work, have a sleep. Shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Shouldn't be allowed to go straight to a meeting off a plane. I don't, li- I don't like that they're fucking sceptical on our mate already just because he's awake. Yeah, well, you'll see why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in economy, I'm, I'm asleep before takeoff is the general rule in economy. Yeah. Like if a plane gets, if I, you know, if it gets aborted and we're all going to get off, I wouldn't know that we hadn't left and already landed. <laughs> just get off and go, what? This fucking NRG right here. In Melbourne, insane. Um, well, that happened to our mate Tommy Dasilo. He had oh, a bit about right. it that it went viral too, online. He had headphones on or something stupid, didn't he? But they took off and went back. Is that right? Yeah, Melbourne to Sydney on a Tiger flight, maybe, and it turned around the like problem. twenty minutes in and went back, and he landed and was like, "Fuck, this looks like Melbourne yeah. Airport." <laughs> <laughs> I've copied our airport. What a loser! I'd love it if he got all the way out to a taxi, got in that. Take me to Darling Harbour. He almost did. He saw the he saw the welcome to Melbourne sign. That's yeah. when it <laughs> and someone in is it in Sydney has written welcome to Perth on his on the top of his building in huge oh, paint. Right. I'm pretty sure in Western right. Sydney there's a welcome to Perth on on someone's roof. You know what? I, I don't like when the pilot gets it wrong and everyone has a chuckle. Like, uh, yeah. ladies and yeah. gentlemen, I fly today, Melbourne to Adelaide, and you go Melbourne to Sydney, and he goes, oh, sorry, Sydney. Yeah. Everyone's There's like, a lot of <laughs> elbow nudging strangers when that happens, isn't there? Yeah. yeah grow up. If you've never made a mistake, <laughs> fucking loser. Not for me. Uh, she, uh, the flight attendant has asked Stanley if she could bring him anything, and Stanley didn't respond at all. It's like she wasn't even there. Uh, no headphones, nothing like that. It's just just blank. Yeah. So 15 minutes later, she came by and noticed he was still awake. 
So she asked him again and again, no response. I'd be I'd be straight on the tannoy if yeah. that were me. Yeah. Just fucking right. I need six of the biggest men from the back row up the front right now. Unless, of course, you're a single child because <laughs> obviously they don't know how to, they've got no tricks, do they? Anyone with no siblings, no chance. You don't know about the clavicle rub and the fucking pulling the underarm hair to get people to do what you want them to do. Mate, my Obviously. recent two-year-old is already turning the fist over at the end of a jab. I haven't yeah, even right. shown him that. That's yeah. just he's had to learn how to throw one properly. Oh, and the jabs in. are the jabs are straight. They're not looped. You know, yeah. This is incredible. Don't even do haymakers. He's in there. <laughs> I think he'd struggle to find any of those combat sports where there's a champion who didn't have minimum sisters. <laughs> but yeah, you got to be the youngest. Probably the youngest or somewhere in the middle, but usually brothers just belting fuck out of each other. You know, why would a why would a single child know how to fight? I've said this before. John Jones, UFC light heavyweight champ, and then vacated that. Went up now heavyweight champ. His two older brothers both in the NFL, hmm. so he had to teach himself how to fight by watching YouTube videos because he's getting his head kicked in. Yeah, I think he got taught how to fight by observing through black eyes. Couple of, um, couple of drink drivings into a pregnant woman and a cocaine thing later. He's a fucking yeah. heavyweight champ. Woo! Did he get in his car drunk and run over a pregnant woman? Well, they could never prove he was drunk, but he did a hit and run, crashed into a pregnant woman, left the scene, came back, grabbed weed and cash. Was she driving? Yeah. Left the scene, came back and what? Robbed her? So hit, no, 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 hit a pregnant woman in a car. Mm. She was also in a car. Yeah. He's run off and then apparently came back and grabbed weed and cash. Right. Took off again. Yeah, fair enough. Didn't have enough at home. Had to get mm. it there. I mean, in his defense, you know, the word pregnant gets chucked around a lot when victimhood's around, but there's no way he could have known, surely. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> there's a woman there, pregnant. You know, well, yeah. you know, if it was just a woman, whatever, but uh, there's a child yeah. in there, could even be a boy. So, you know. <laughs> Sounds awful. Uh, so, yeah, she had no very, very small baby on board sticker anywhere yeah. on the vehicle. It's not his fault. You can just put up your, your ultrasound on the back window of your car now, can't you? Everyone's got to back off. Um, anyway, I'd, if, if someone like Stanley were just staring straight ahead while you're talking to him, I'd you know, just offer a beer to <laughs> six biggest blokes. Uh, she just left him there, not responding to simple questions whatever. A few minutes later though, Stanley got up and went to the toilet. So that might have been it. Backed up. Couldn't talk. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I've, I felt that. I had gastro the other week and I wanted to shit and spew and I reckon if anyone asked me a question, I'd be staring ahead. You'd still yeah. know how to put your hand up and just wave them away and go, yeah, I'm all right. Or something. Yeah, they just move or something. Yeah, he didn't do mm. anything. Upon returning, Stanley has grabbed a two-litre bottle of water from a drink cart and started spraying the other passengers in first class. That's definitely what, not F1 the sort style. of thing you pay that sort of cash for. What no. style? F1. Podium. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sober F1. <laughs> um, that's a bit much, isn't it? Like the, the magnum of champagne, I reckon that'll be gone in our lifetime from uh, Formula One. No. Nah. You don't think? No. Nah. I don't know. The magnum of champagne is only for that and new money at a nightclub. I don't know anyone else that's buying one. No one's ever drunk it. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> Who even knows what's in there? Yeah. These little blokes with their fat necks, they get given two girls in bikinis and a massive <laughs> bottle of champagne. It just seems a bit weird. It's outdated. Um, Mate, how was the cyclist, the Paralympic cyclist on the podium? You see that no. last week? Um, so his disability, in a, when he was a kid, he got, uh, well, I was going to say electrocuted, but electrocuted is when you're dead, isn't it? So he wasn't. Oh, no, you can. Fucking. I think you can. I think Sparky's call it getting electrocuted when they get, when they get bitten. Yeah, <laughs> he got bitten. <laughs> he I'm, got I'm glad you're explaining this because I had a couple of questions. Yeah, go on. L- lost his arms, I think, uh, sort of halfway down the forearm. And this bloke, he's won a cycling race. Obviously, he's got prosthetics, but he's taken them off on the podium. He's won himself a watch and they handed that to him and he's Sweet. had to use his... <laughs> Put it around his neck or something. <laughs> Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy. Man, how insensitive to, to risk. So it must have had a laugh deciding the prizes. Oh, of course. Well, he came out afterwards and said it's all right, that he won two watches and he's yeah. like, it's all right. I, I will be able to use them. I do appreciate it. Thanks for yeah. all the funny comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good he's got a sense of humor. Uh, I mean, if I'm if in first class, you don't pay that sort of cash and have someone chucking anything on you really. Oh, no. That's for the back end. Um, then he told the flight attendant, he said, get behind me, Satan. So ah, the water he was splashing people water. with was probably holy, yeah. Sort of, <laughs> sort of stuff that's commandeered from rivers and springs and bottled in two-litre plastic by Coca-Cola, proprietary limited. All works in conchingious ways. Um, flight attendants. <laughs> bit, of, bit of a sky exorcism, was there? Yeah, I'm thinking that, actually. Although exorcisms, you know, don't know what I've seen. Um, flight attendants asked him to sit down. It's he too ref- late for that. Yeah, he refused. <laughs> yeah, Doing the work of a higher power. Why should he? It's bigger than you. Leave me alone. But what we again, we've brought this up so many times. Someone staring ahead, no headphones, not answering questions. Goes to Luke, come back, throwing water everywhere. Sir, could you please be seated? Yeah, no worries. Sorry about that. Like, mm. what do they think is going to happen? What do they think the response oh. is going to be? Sorry. Whoopsie daisy. He's lucky the American police weren't on board. I've seen people tased that were even worse for that, mm. just not responding to a question while they're sitting in their car. <laughs> Bang, you get bitten or <laughs> shot through the door. Um, he went over to the main door and tried to open it. Terrifyingly impossible. Mm-hmm. Too high. Uh, then he started making threats about blowing up the plane. Slightly more possible, but still very unlikely. He's well, you missed that. You missed that last week, mate, in the intro. Oh, it happened heard, to be yeah. the, the fucking day you're flying back. Yeah, the news was popping off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> nice bloke with a with a not so calming message on board the plane. <laughs> No one needs to yeah, do that on a plane. Great. I mean, it is a captive audience, though. I yeah. must admit, he's not standing on a milk crate with a megaphone on the street. People going about their business, they've got to stop. They've got to listen. That, again, what kills me, some people miss their flights and you go, how? This fucking lunatic made it. How have yeah. you missed yours? Like some yeah. people miss their flight in an airport and these lunatics are getting on board. Yeah. Uh 
one thing, you know, vocal lunatics are, and that's punctual. <laughs> I know when the marches are. Is it above a certain, you know, a certain height above sea level that it, it kicks off? But it's sort of, it's that captive thing. It's like, it's like when, I mean, it's not entirely, but you know, when you, you ambush comedy people, like you, you're thrust into a fucking tab or so you've oh, got to do a gig yeah. there during the Melbourne Cup. You've got to do 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. of stand-up. I just go, right, this is on now and you're fucked. So like like people don't want you there. They don't want to hear it. They mm. didn't come here to hear that. Go away. Uh, he's, he's, Stanley's yelled, I'm going to bring this plane down. You need to land this plane or I'm going to blow it up. I'll blow up this plane and I'll take you all with me. So... Then he's, then he's approached a cockpit door, shouting again, get behind me, Satan. Who do you reckon he's looking for? God himself. I, I reckon I would, have, I would have smelled a rat when he was splashing me with water, which has no explosive qualities. <laughs> I mean, like what's he doing? How's he going to blow it? Has he swallowed some fireworks or something before he's boarding? I don't know. But it's also, he's, he's saying get behind me, Satan, which would mm. be a, that's a protective manoeuvre. Protecting Satan, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Get behind me, Satan. Battle formation, Satan. I've got this. <laughs> you think, One, uh, yeah, no, if he's trying to fight Satan, it'd be fucking coming out of here, Satan. Yeah. Uh, one eyewitness, Tampa Bay Rays broadcaster and former oh, Major right. League Baseball manager, Kevin Kennedy, said that uh, he said, <laughs> once Stanley started threatening with bombs, it was for real. Wow. So, well, it probably didn't say it like that. Once Stanley started threatening yes. for bombs, it was for real. I mean, 36,000 feet delta. Yeah. <laughs> people, are, people are in the public eye who become <laughs> eyewitnesses. They really, they really show. Like it shows. They're, they're more oh. talented than a, someone called Neighbor on the news. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're going to be more succinct. They're fine under pressure. Good in front of the camera. Media savvy. Yeah. Yeah. Good, Brought to good you by media. Walgreens. <laughs> Top of the eighth. I love the baseball commentator because it's like oh, cricket. They've got so good. much time to fill. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> I enjoy that. It's about the best did, part. You of hear the one? Did you hear the one? Uh, I think it was last year, maybe or a couple of years ago. They got fired. Just saying some homophobic stuff about San Francisco. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we might have mentioned that on here. There was one oh, there's a pilot did it on here, but yeah, similar sort of thing. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> Kevin Kennedy, he said that he had had a conversation with the passenger next to him before takeoff about crazy people doing crazy shit on planes. So it was like a foretelling. Oh wow. Mm. What the yeah. so sorry, the witness had spoken to the lunatic about that? No. Spoken to his Neighbour, oh, like the oh, person in the seat next sorry. to him, say, oh, people do some crazy stuff on planes, don't they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the gist of the whole conversation. And then it happened on that very plane. Um, Kevin's a former minor league baseball player, coach and manager turned broadcaster and pundit. He's, uh, I, I looked in, I like hearing stories of former players myself who go into something completely different, but you only ever yeah. see that at rugby league. And it's not usually by choice. They end up throwing bricks around on building sites. All the ones who can talk do. And that's it for, for life, commentary, whatever, coaching. Yeah. I don't know. Of course. 
I I did a pre- there was a UFC fighter who I don't, I don't know if he's retired yet. Ally Quinter mm. fought for the UFC lightweight title. Decent, decent fight. Not a world beater, but decent. And he was a real estate agent at the same time, oh. and he'd just plug his real estate. <laughs> but for some reason, he was such a nice. He was genuinely like a nice guy, like not a trash talker. Just this fun. Yeah. Fun guy. And he's like, I'm all right. I can just go sell houses. I do all right. It's pretty good. And everyone's like, oh, good on you, Al. Just plugging his realtor. Yeah, of course. I th- There wouldn't be too many of them in going to commentary afterwards, would there? Like after a yeah, the, famous career? Yeah. yeah. Do they? Not Well, I think if they get that. Well, Daniel Cormier, light heavyweight and heavyweight champ. He's in there now. He's fairly good. I think if you get too many hits to the head, it's not going to happen. Yeah, of course. Well, but he was a very you good also fighter. have to come from a background where there was a book in your house. Uh, well, I think what helps with the UFC is that you've got Joe Rogan there as well. Lowering the bar in terms of... Um, yeah, well, if you're just talking about fights, you know, it's not like they have a lot of time they have to fill. It's fairly action-packed. It's quick, you know. Yeah, it's not cricket or baseball. Yeah. Yeah, right. I prefer the longer form commentary. Mid-90s, Kevin was managing the illustrious Boston Red Sox. Wow. He got them to the playoffs one year, but was dumped the very next year when his winning margin went from 0.597 to 0.525. Man, they they love a stat, (laughs) don't they? Love it. More so than cricket. I think so. Precision sports methods in the USA, isn't there? Plus about 300 games in one one season. Um, They are like... The precision there is I watch I watch the odd sports documentary more than I watch sport, I think. And the American ones are actually crazy. Like it's yeah. autistic level precision when it comes to the training methods and the results. But what then they've also had that pitcher in the seventies throw a perfect game. So that means no one gets to bait. You don't walk anyone. It's not a so there's no hitters. That means nobody's hit your ball, but you may have walked them to a base by throwing too many balls. You know, the yeah. ball strikes. Yeah. But this bloke threw a perfect game high on acid. Yeah, great. Just throwing all the did. stats out the window. <laughs> yeah. What's that? You Three strikes every player, every inning. Uh, no, no, no. They could get caught out. Oh, right. But, but, you've, but you've rolled through the entire – you've gotten everyone out. On the mound. So you yeah. haven't been replaced at any point. Nine innings. Tw- well, you almost don't have to be replaced. If you've got 27 people out. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, obviously it's great, but it doesn't sound that great <laughs> to someone who doesn't care about the game. You're fucking on acid. It's incredible. Uh, oh, yeah. There's, there's there's people on drugs in sport and there's losers. Um, <laughs> Kevin has been shifted around various broadcasting duties, now settled for the lowest form of the art, his own podcast, um, the Kevin welcome. Kennedy Show. Yes, welcome, Kevin, to the ranks. I don't just let anyone buy a couple of microphones and a laptop. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Kevin Kennedy Show talks about baseball. He also teaches baseball in instructional videos and hosts Q&As with fans. I'd be so bored. Um, I always, although, yeah, that, I think I've said before, I used to listen after 40 as a kid, we'd have Triple M. We'd have Triple M on the radio in the car on the way home, Triple M ranks football. And yeah. uh, after the game, just people would call in talking to former AFL greats and sometimes current players about what they think the team should be doing. And and these players have to sit there and not go, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> why do they why do they have to listen to part of the contract? I don't obviously. Know. <laughs> Their contracts used to be crazy. I think they can say no to a lot more stuff now. Just say I'm not feeling mm. well in the head. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to the Kenmore Tavern to lift up <laughs> boxes of wine for anyone. Leroy Loggins. Um I've I've recently become a subscriber actually or follower of a, an Instagram baseball account. I quite like it, but it's heavily edited and trimmed down to a highlights package, usually involving a fight. So it's quite enjoyable, <laughs> and I don't have to encumber myself with the hours of boring interlude between one or two runs that get scored per day, and or the all-in brawl that I assume happens monthly. Um, what you are you were, watching? What's it called? I don't know, some baseball thing. I'll send it to you. No idea. It just pops up. There it is. Pretty good. It is um, not. The 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 sound of a home run, I think, sounds better than a, a cricket ball getting hit for six, like the no. crack of the bat. You don't think so? No. I think they just got better microphones or something in the USA. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get, the mics are closer, but then you've got the old – Snickometer or whatever it is. Yeah, there's yeah they're not they're not doing it for show though for the audience. Yeah. Whack. Otherwise, it's just a, someone with a button commentary. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if the Americans have that. They got various thwack buttons, like you know, for how like Conrad, sort of like our, our mate audio superstar Conrad putting yeah. in the the crowds during COVID. Oh yeah, putting the crowds. You think in. there's I, a? I could say, hey Conrad, I'm about to hit a ball for six right <laughs> now. <laughs> Uh, I've been to a game of baseball. It is equally as slow as pre-baseball cricket. Um, oh, I've been to a bunch and mm. I remember none because you just get there and drink heaps. Oh, okay. But even with without that, you wouldn't remember much. Yeah, so. the one I do remember was the big – it ended up going for 18 or 20 innings and they oh. shut the bar in the middle of the seventh. And my now wife refused to leave because she said, we've stuck around for this long. We're fucking waiting until the end. No, it's not a movie. It's not a book. I did go, you can leave. I did go to a minor league baseball game in Eugene, Oregon. Um, mm. It was about 2,000 people there. It was $3 Blue Moon beers with an American mate of mine, or blind. Yeah. And uh, the starting pitcher for Eugene came out. And it was like, the starting pitcher from Sydney, Australia. And I'm blind. Oh, yeah. and went, fuck it, woo. I went, Aussie, 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 just screamed oh, out. Nobody joins heaven. in. 
this guy could clearly hear me. It turned around like, what the fuck? And then I taught the people around me what to yell back. Oh, that was good absolute fun. absolute Bevan. You should be in the <laughs> fanatics or that those recently Matilda one, like a fan club. Nothing worse oh. than those oh, than a, fucking a pricks club. and Richie Benno wigs and shit or anyone in a fan club. Imagine yeah. being in a club. Oh, yeah. terrible stuff. Just be like my dad and dart at the MCG when your team loses by a point yeah. on the siren. One drag if it's going badly. <laughs> About 10 if your team's winning. That's it. Watch the game. Go home. Sit in the recliner. Have some more darts. Seethe. Go to bed <laughs> like a fucking normal person. <laughs> Screaming and singing. Fucking. What's the cricket ones? The the uh, English cricket. Barbie Army. Barbie Army. Fuck. People, people admire them. Oh, they're really mm. clever. They did these clever songs. No, they didn't. It's got nothing else going on in their lives. They suck. Um, so, having said all this, though, Kevin is a uh, true. <laughs> he's a he's a true baseball journeyman. Kevin Kennedy. Yeah, he's a uh, Americans love a baseball story and a bloke with a fair bit of pluck. I reckon. I reckon Kevin's story to go all the way from catcher to coach to analyst to broadcaster to podcaster all the way through to book Kevin now for your event on his website is uh, right for the picking for a classic American telly movie. How old How old do you reckon Kevin is? Oh, you'll well. Like, you'll like I'm, this. I'm, <laughs> the fact I'm going to like it means Kevin's going to be about 34. No. Oh. It's exactly du- double that plus one. Oh, 69. Yep. Uh Another passenger, though, across from Stanley, right? He was trying to calm Stanley down to no avail. And like, like you said, like I've seen exorcisms before myself. They invariably involve violence. Like a, like a child or a simpleton, the devil doesn't really appreciate reason or simple logic today. <laughs> not, you can't calm someone down. It's impossible. You're not fucking, you can't do it with a three-year-old. You're not doing it with the actual devil, you idiot. Eventually, though, Kevin Kennedy and five other male passengers got up to subdue Stanley, stepping up to the plate, so to speak. Is that exclusively baseball, that tune? Now, I think I've heard it at ice hockey as well. Oh, okay. It's, it's, I don't know. Must be, I'd, I'd be interested to know the story behind that, why that tune is. Not now. Don't fucking Google it. Do it later. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't know where to start. Don't know what it's called. I can't just type. Da, da, da. You'd find a way. Be on your phone <laughs> singing into Shazam. <laughs> or Google. Da, da, da. Where's it from? <laughs> Baseball organ help. It's, uh, it took eight people in the end to tie Stanley up with seatbelt extenders and some Jester handcuffs. Powerful are the ways of Diablo. Uh, Stanley managed to snap one of the belt extenders and a zip tie so they needed to use extras. Do you know you know how to snap them if you're tied up with, with zip ties? Fucking hurts no. your wrists, but you can, but you're free afterwards. Um, across the knee, like if you get both your hands and they're tied oh. together with zip ties, you smash your own knee right, right at the point in between your two hands, two, between yeah, your two right. wrists, sorry, and it'll probably snap Like the, try and... S- Try and squeeze your knee through the wrists. Yeah, pretty much. You yeah, can, great. You fucking hurt. 
Like you don't want yeah. to go in there half-assed. It's like kicking a door in. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't think, oh, I'll just have a warm-up one. Nah, first time or don't do it. Yeah. And on that, if you're going to kick a door off its hinges, in my experience, about once per lifetime you can do that. I reckon any more than that, it's, it's not going to go. Oh. You're not a fucking fireman. I'm excited. I'm excited get away for with my one. opportunity yeah. to arise. Oh, it's liberating. <laughs> uh, the flight was diverted to Albuquerque, gateway of New Mexico. Sunport. You been to Albuquerque? No. Sunport Airport. I haven't either. Known for right. its distinct southwestern architecture and cultural decor. I I followed the Sunport Facebook page. Right. They, don't do a, they don't do a lot of maintenance online. Hopefully that doesn't extend to their airport because the reviews are in and every oh, single no. one of them says the same thing. And that is that it's remarkably easy to buy crypto and make money in a week, upwards <laughs> of 1,000% profit in seven days. They can't all be wrong. In amongst that, though, I did find one legitimate review in the whole lot of them, and that is from Mary, Mary with an I. And uh, I don't mean E-R-E, I mean M-A-R-I. She says, worst airport ever in my life. Bit much, isn't it? Well, that's just tautology. Yeah. Uh, worst airport ever in my life. <laughs> All the stores were closed before 7 p.m. There were no foods or drinks. Vending machines were cash only. And no human was there to help. Ghost and worst airport ever. Vacation ended with the worst experience ever. <laughs> so her life must be pretty good. I've hopped on the ABQ Sunport yep. Instagram page mm. for a squeeze. Yeah, I didn't look. Looks pretty grim. Selling crypto. Um, Get me some crypto while you're there. There's a, a picture of a poster they've got that says, forget something, question mark. And then in smaller font, in brackets, like that gun in your bag. Oh. Wouldn't you TSA. feel like a silly goose turning up at ABQ? Yeah. And you've saw, got the firearm in the fucking duffel. I mean, it's, Daisy. I saw a picture recently on that TSA uh, account yeah. of tables Great full one. of knuckle dusters, guns, and sh- <laughs> unbelievable shit that people have accidentally left in their bag and tried to put through security. What I do love, and Americans are very loud, but they're – TSA agents will just somehow, they're like fucking butchers at a market. Yeah. High volume all day. Yeah. Barking about getting stuff out of your bag. And then if someone puts a bag through and there's, you know, a, a like a spray can in there, oh, here we go. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> and just hold it up. This is an aerosol can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking... Embarrassing people screaming, yeah, throwing shit. It's a fucking pantomime. It's great. <laughs> I got, I mean, not yelled that loudly. I got admonished recently for, you know, how you, some airports you take stuff out, some you don't, all that it gets confusing. But I'm, I'm aware I'm not an mm. idiot. It was one of those newer ones. And you say, oh, do I have to take this? I haven't got an iPad, but I've got this, this pad. Yeah. Like a writing pad, electronic writing pad. Yeah. They always go, nah, don't take it out. No, you take it out. Like everyone's different yeah, for different, of course. not even different machines, different people. So start to take it out, get yelled at that end of the machine. Don't take that out. Just leave it in there. All right. <laughs> put it back in. Other end. Got to put this bag back through. You've left your fucking iPad in there just getting into me. It's all, yeah. that guy told me to leave it in there. So what are we going to do? Yeah. Your move. 
got to stand there like an arsehole. Getting the pressure, the pressure there is all on the person having a look at the screen. Yeah, not from the lazy fucks I've seen eating and doing their little <laughs> shift change while my bag's in the machine. Oh, cooking it. <laughs> I'll be good for it. Comes out hot. <laughs> he Twix is melted. How long was it in there? Why, why does Mary need food when she gets off the plane anyway? Go home, Mary. There's something in the fridge. <laughs> I don't fucking, that's the end of her holiday. She lives in ABQ. She's like, oh, no, I need something from the vending machine as soon as I get off the plane. Fucking grow up. There was a, uh, there was a reply to Mary's comment, though. I oh, enjoyed great. this. It said. This be helpful. Yeah. It said, success doesn't come to you. You have to find it. It's never been a better time to invest. <laughs> right. I started with only $500 and now I show great profits like 5500 Mrs. Danita is a great account manager. So there you go, Mary. Sure you can, sure, sure you can afford to get some cash to put in the vending machine if you're making you know, 10,000% on your initial deposit. I'll tell you what though, the ABQ Sunport, the international Sunport, it, um, it's got a logo like a fucking minor league baseball team. Yeah. I did cop that. Like the sort of the sort of teal eagle with the yeah, <laughs> the teal bald eagle with ABQ and then Sunport in big letters underneath. <laughs> yeah, I reckon eagles appear more. There'd be more eagle logos than fucking eagles. Eagles. <laughs> so um, anyway, they've they've gone and landed in ABQ, and uh, Stanley has found himself with his status changed. Status arrested. Sent to jail, straight to jail. Bang. Uh, FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Jones, D-O-R-R-I-N, so right. it means business. And I'm, I'm aware the FBI, FBI need a spokesperson, in this case a spokesman, but uh, phew, good old CIA must have a laugh at how out in the open the FBI are. <laughs> said this before, but they don't sneak around, do they? They just big jackets, big big female body inspector shirts, jackets with <laughs> yellow on blue font. Couldn't be more visible. A uh, couple of them, couple of them recently got shot through a door when they knocked on it, didn't they? Poor bastards. Dark web stuff. Did you see that? Well, even that. There's the mistake. Knocking. If the FBI is turning up, I don't think. I think it's beyond knocking. Oh, you think the ramrod straight in? Oh, yeah, I just think if the FBI's at your house, they've got enough information that there's no need for a bit of chit-chat and a cup of tea. Kick yeah. the fucking door in. Kick the door in. You're still going to get shot though, aren't you? You just don't have any wood splinters on the end of the bullet. <laughs> if the guy wants to do it. Um, point is, just reduce the font size on your fucking shirts. Darren Jones, uh, he's got a LinkedIn account. I haven't got one of those and I'm not even in any form of secret service. I don't know what that's about. Well, that could be an ASIO. Not that hard. You wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Just an ASIO. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, ASIO used to recruit in the newspaper. That was, that's mad. The Courier Mail had a quarter page ad in the classifieds most Saturdays saying, do you want to be a secret agent? It's like, what right. the fuck? That just seems. I also think that's the first. Te- it's like, call up, want to be a part of ASIO. Where'd you read about it? Courier Mail? Nah, sorry. Yeah. Is that what you read? <laughs> you can't be an ASIO. <laughs> Is ASIO still around? It was all a bit of a joke, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Say something, say something. They're still there. Are they? Oh, yeah. Man, Australian security. Mate, I, I, we've got a new cybersecurity. Australia's got a new cybersecurity hit squad. 
that are getting stopping scams and everything before they make it to to Aussies. Where do you think the center is for this high tech IT say, operation? Southeast Asia, obviously. Yeah, India, Sunshine Sunshine Coast. All oh, right. Yeah, because when you think IT specialists, I think Maruchador. Yeah, they're in a they're on a blow up mattress in the ocean with an iPad. Folks with you know, white jean shorts trying to stop fucking scams. Yeah. Bermudas. Australian <laughs> security, it's a bit of a – it's like you say in your routines, it's all fruit and veg stuff here. Terrorism's a bit <laughs> thin on the ground in Australia. Not too much to do. Might as well be at sunny coast. <laughs> Darren has said – Darren, the FBI, Darren, has said authorities do not believe the incident was related to terrorism. So from that, we can tell that Stanley is definitely white – White. <laughs> like religious related hijackings are always labeled as terrorism. Yeah. Except on, and man, it sucks because I, I like the ABC just to read news. But ABC website the other day, when that Sydney plane got turned around, yeah. It's just a man has had a plane turned around. You go, there's some pr- pretty key information. You're yeah. leaving out here. A little oh, bit annoying. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's, you know, hearsay, multiple angles of video. They're sitting there thinking, oh, I wish he was white and straight and a comedian. <laughs> we could really fucking cut sick here. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, he'd be punching down, Yeah, apparently, to fucking say who got this plane turned around. Punching <laughs> What down. they were doing to get it yeah. done. Punching down against God. You couldn't punch up harder. That's a, <laughs> arguably... That is the highest yeah. you can punch is God. Uh, <laughs> they, don't, they, didn't do, they don't really do mental health checks on the lunatics who carry out acts of terrorism, do they? When obviously it's a given. Try being anything but a white fella running around a plane yelling shit about Satan, see what you get charged with. It's, um, it, did, it, it initially confused me too because his middle name is Dwayne with a W and yeah. southern white men usually go for the D-U spelling of Dwayne. Not unlike Dwayne the Dog Chapman, mm. who, while we're down here, uh, could ching. If you want to find out more details of the dog's life, head over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Over 70 episodes of our spin off podcast, Land Larrikins. Get in there. Help us out at MFBHQ. Yeah. Starting at three bucks a month. Ice. I reckon it's better <laughs> because you don't have to worry about dobbers. Obviously, anyone who signs up is not too much of a dobber, so you can say some worse things than on here. It's great. Oh. I'm enjoying it. It's pretty good. <laughs> you certainly are. <laughs> anyway, we now we're going to cross now to a brand new segment, um, oh. and it's called it's called Famous Dwayne's. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, sure. Yeah, number number one. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Dwayne the Rock Liverpool. Johnson, obviously, is sitting at the top of the list in terms of famous Dwayne's. The one hour eyebrow at a time raising, like you've been practicing for your profile photo shoots and for after some of your more thought provoking punchlines. He's very, very good at that. Doing one right now. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a way to go. You'll get there. Yeah. I've got to do it with my hands. That's how amateur I am. And not just what? one hand, both. Got to put one down and one up. Yeah. Um, second on the list is uh, Dwayne Haskins. Ohio State University QB. I'll get the song ready. I know what happened here. 
drafted by the Washington Redskins. Mm -hmm. 2022, though, run over by a dump truck. Daddy Bones. Like a rainbow fading in the twinkling of an eye. Gone too soon. Fuck. Gun, gun player, middle of a, it was either a Texan or a, a, a Texas or Florida interstate, I believe. Was he walking? Like three in the morning. Yeah. Oh. Walking on a highway three in the morning. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, you know us, mate. We don't like to victim blame here at all. <laughs> but some um, of it might not be the dump truck driver's yeah. fault. Crossing, I so, know, oh 7 a.m., crossing Interstate 595 near Flo- Fort Lauderdale. Mm. Um, he called his wife. He'd run out of petrol or gasoline oh, for his rented no. vehicle. All right. Take it back. I thought it was a three AM um, drunkenness thing. Run out, run out of petrol. Called the wife, and then toxicology report revealed he'd had a blood alcohol level of 0.24. Okay, and it also tested I'll positive for ketamine and norketamine. All right, I will take it back and then add some. Can you delete my <laughs> Conrad, please? My initial misgivings <laughs> about him innocently running out of petrol, <laughs> but also some some fucking wherewithal. At a point two four, almost five times the legal limit here in Australia to call the missus. Go fuck, run out of petrol. Yeah, in the uh, well, should the really rental. be number one on the speed dial. Not that hard. Mm. <laughs> uh, there's a uh, there's a Dwayne Wayans brother, one of the Waynes. There's a that's a he lucked out with the names, didn't he? Dwayne Wayans. Mm. Well, there's <laughs> there's a lot of Wayans. There's a uh, there's a Dwayne Bacon basketball player, Dwayne King. And Dwayne Curry are YouTube stars. And by right. that I mean they do stupid shit for money. YouTube stardom. That's a f- I know you look up to it, but it's pretty much a result of school <laughs> bullies taking their foot off the pedal, isn't it? Oh, that's <laughs> they shouldn't exist. Uh, well, I think some of them are on there now. On where? They'd just be doing bullying stuff on YouTube, getting more views. Oh, bullies are on there. Yeah, they'd have to. Pranks and stuff. Then it'd all be bullies. Yeah. I think pranks are people that were bullied, grow up and do adult pranks to get back. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's not that's shit house, isn't it? Um, mate, it's infiltrating TV now, that prank shit. I mean, it's yeah. always been on TV, but prank YouTube kids are now given TV shows. That's where we are. Dwayne Bravo, West Indian all-rounder. A lot of Dwaynes. Dwayne D.U. Dwayne, on the other hand, not a lot. One of the Allman brothers was a Dwayne. Dwayne Eddy, 85-year-old rebel rouser rock guitarist. Dwayne Allen, country singer. And Dwayne Chapman, the dog. All white. Yeah. All the DWs yeah. that I mentioned, black. So, I don't know what this guy's doing. I'm Why are we not mentioning, are there any, you know, astrophysicists or not philosophers? Or- <laughs> no. There will be, there will be a Jaden in space before there be a Dwayne, I reckon. Is that the new USAV Russia? Jaden's in space. It's a new TV <laughs> no, Jaden's versus Dwayne's. You're going to have to <laughs> fucking fake a Mars landing to try and <laughs> get the Dwayne's to give up. <laughs> oh, Stan- Stanley oh, was charged with interference with flight crew and destruction of aircraft. Difficult to find the final result somehow. 
his, although his ex-wife Mary, not the complainant of the ABQ um, yeah. uh, Sunport, but a different Mary, said he used to be happy and outgoing until bipolar got a hold of him yeah. five years earlier. I reckon if bipolars didn't know stuff about God, there'd be far less of this stuff. It's like children and and Tourette's people with swearing. <laughs> How do they know? Like, just don't ever. They're not going to run around screaming swear words repeatedly if, if no one ever said them to them. Yeah. I did see there was one on TikTok I saw just yelling cereals out, which is a, a shit. That's a shit one to have. What, cornflakes, wheat bigs? Nutri-grain, yeah. like that, those yeah. cereals, that was or the, rice, that was his Tourette, canola. That was his Tourette's, you know, oh, yeah, yelling out cereal and milk and or breakfast items, toast. How, That's a shit Tourette's to have. Oh, how can his parents profit off that? Yeah. Appalling. Um, Stanley has spent his more recent years between jobs, jails and homes around Tampa. So a bit of a sad story, really. No cure for bipolar as yet. It's a tough one. It's um, get some help, everyone. Uh, I reckon starting life poor and remaining poor despite working your whole life seems to be the only definitive method to avoid all mental ailments. Everyone else quite susceptible. So <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks again for listening. Sydney. We're going to be there in a couple weeks, September 9. 4 p.m. show sold out, but 2 p.m. And then the 7 p.m. Nick Cody and Friends stand-up show, including your mate. Mm. Uh, Tickets are on sale, midflightbrawl.com. Tazzy has just been announced, Launceston and Hobart. Get to midflightbrawl.com for that. Uh, Heggy, you got live shows coming up? Not really. I've got a trial show at the Good Chat in Brisbane. That's going all right. I mean, it's going to be grim. So turn up at your own peril if you want. Just you know. But then, but then a month later in Tassie, we'll be humming. Oh yeah, you're fine for that. We're doing split stand-up shows and um and live pods down in the Apple Isle. So midflightbrawl.com for that. If you want to get on board Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/midflightbrawl. They're all the plugs. That's all we got. Oh, my oh, stand-up no. special should be oh, out right now on sweet. YouTube. Yeah, can't wait. Get check on, it, watch check it, it out before it gets taken down. And all its 4K glory. Oh, yes. Get into it. All right, mate. Talk to you later. See you next time. Bye. There. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 